For today's uh, Peace Bucket, we're joined by Tarek Kauf and Ellen Davison, who are largely the editors of Peace and Planet News, which is a newsletter newspaper, um, primarily, I guess, coming out of the uh, New York City Veterans of Peace, covering the peace movement. So, uh, Tarek and, and Ellen, um, why why do you put this newspaper together, and what's the, what's the purpose of it? The purpose of it is to counter the uh, 24-7 <clears throat> mass corporate media <clears throat> propaganda that comes out and fills uh, people's minds and hearts uh, quite often with uh, misrepresentations, lack of truth, and so forth. Uh, so we try to present a, an honest, very well-written, well-laid-out, uh, readable newspaper for people to get alternative news, to get a different perspective. Now, yep. I would add that the reason we also, we have a website as well, but there's something about print as a tool for organizing. When you put a newspaper in somebody's hand, they're going to take it home and they're going to spend a little time with it. And I know you're radio, but, but there's something about print and the way people absorb information from print that is different from how they absorb it online or even orally. And I think that's important too. Now, I, I did check out your website earlier today and I noticed that um, a, a lot of focus was on the upcoming Martha the King Day and and particularly the fact that towards the end of his life, uh, you know, Dr. King was very focused on uh, trying to oppose the, the militarism of the American government. Um, I assume that's still an important issue these days. Well, we've, we feel that Martin Luther King's speech at Riverside Church, uh, the Beyond Vietnam speech, still applies today. And almost every word and every paragraph has profound meaning to us still. He was kind of a prophet in his way. He wasn't only a truth seeker and someone who stood up for what was right in society back uh, in 1967 in the 60s. Um, but what he said applies to all of us today. And we see many of the things coming through almost as if it is real prophecy. So we, we have reprinted his entire uh, speech in the current issue of Peace and Planet News because we feel it's that important. As you might guess, our peace show has covered a lot uh, about the invasion of Ukraine, war in Ukraine uh, over the last nine, ten months. And that's it's not only an issue which actually seems to divide a lot of the peace community in terms of what is the proper response of the American peace segment, but actually finding accurate information about the situation in Ukraine is certainly quite challenging if one relies particularly on the American media. How do you how do you try to provide that type of more objective coverage of what what are the real facts on the ground? Uh, it's sort of two questions there <laughs> combined. What are the real facts on the ground and how do we try and portray that? Well, we depend on in really solid investigative journalists who have been around for a while, people like John Pilger, Chris Hedges, people who have seen war and uh, reported on war and are aware of the machinations of the American government. And <clears throat> We uh, also realized that, and something that's kind of forgotten, the American public seems to forget, but the U.S. has 
lied the public into war after war after war after war. And as far as I know, the U.S. has never stood with a, company, a country that really represented democracy and freedom, as, as we are claiming now about Ukraine. You know, so there's a different story than what is put forward on, on the, in the American uh, corporate media. There's quite a different story. There's a background story. There's a story of CIA involvement. There's a story of government, U.S. government involvement in the coup in 2014 of militarizing and arming uh, the Ukrainian army, including the Azov Battalion, which is a neo-Nazi battalion, arming them to the teeth. And this does not get out. And it's like 1984. Uh, the news will say one thing up to a certain point, and then after a certain point, it's like they never acknowledged that. And I can give you examples of that. I, I think one example would be um, the blow, the explosion of the Nord Stream pipeline, which leading up to it, um, the many U.S. officials and people also in the mainstream media were talking about, uh, we should destroy it. We, it's not going to happen. We're going to make it stop. And then all of a sudden there's a sabotage. And then all over the media, it's like the Russians did it. They blew up their own pipeline. It doesn't even make sense. But, but And then the evidence comes out that, well, no, it seems highly unlikely that that is the case. And uh, that doesn't get reported because the, the myth has been established that the Russians blew up their own pipeline. Now, you mentioned earlier, you know, one of your goals is to you know, provide a source of independent media, obviously the media increasing corporate ownership and, and, and concentration. Are you optimistic about the future of independent media in the United States? And, and what can people do if they want to help develop and support independent media? I think that contrary to popular belief, um, print is not dead. People do like newspapers. And you, I know that you came your program comes is connected with the indie media movement. I've also been working with indie media in New York with a print newspaper that is vibrant and comes out every month and and it has a growing readership. I think that people, some people are eager to get the news in a, in a less corporatized way, news that is not sponsored by your local arms dealers, news that is not does not depend on State Department press releases for its understanding of foreign affairs. And I believe that that there is there's a niche. It's, I don't think we're going to grow and take over in the next 10 years, but I do think that there's a bright future for providing the kind of information that people really need. People are hungry for the truth. They really are. And, and people suspect the corporate media. I mean, they read it and they're influenced by it, but uh, still at the same time, they su suspect it. A friend, uh, a wife of one of my veteran friends happened to get hold of one of our newspapers a while back that she had not seen before. It's a 24 page newspaper. And she read the whole thing and she was like, why haven't I seen this kind of stuff before? Why haven't I ever read it before? And he explained to her that, well, this is exactly what the corporate media does not want you to know. This is, this is the truth that the system is keeping from you, you know, and it, it, sometimes it opens people's eyes. We've had a number of people tell us, you know, I read this paper from cover to cover, and I loved it because we, we don't not only focus on, on the truth, but we focus on 
a well-written presentation of the truth and a well-laid-out presentation of the truth in the paper. So it's palatable for people. And I think that's important. And we don't come from an ideological standpoint. It's not like an ideological reg. It's, it's a reg filled with poetry, articles, opinion pieces, all of that, you know, uh, which appeals to people. We've been talking with Tarak Koff and Ellen Davison, Peace and Planet News. In the last minute, um, if people want to see, you know, what, what the paper is, how, how best they can do that. And if you have any closing vision for the peace movement you want to share. Um, well, they can find us at peaceandplanetnews.org. That's our website. And at the top of the website, you can see a button where you can click and see a PDF of our latest issue. You can order copies. You can see our back archives in PDF. And I would like to say that um, one of the things we do is besides looking at peace, we look at peace and war in the context of the whole social system and economic system in which we live. And that's one of the reasons why we're featuring Martin Luther King, because he wasn't afraid to step out of his lane, as it were, in civil rights and relate war and military spending to Everything. to everything else and it is all related you're not going to stop war unless you also address social inequities unless you address poverty unless and you're not going to fix the environment unless you address the military and its role in destroying the environment so uh, this has been peace and planet news and this has been mark dunley for the hudson mohawk magazine